When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Is it okay to fantasize about somebody else when you're making love to your partner? Mm. Guys? That's an interesting question. Let me think about that for a second here. Is it okay? Before I give my answer. I mean, I feel like my wife does think about somebody else all the time because she's an eyes closed kind of person. (laughs) And I don't blame her because I would keep my eyes closed too. If I was looking at myself. If you were making love to yourself. Yeah, if I was making love to me. Well, when I make love to myself, I keep my eyes closed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say... Oh, God. I'm going to say it's okay. Bundus? Uh, it's probably not Once okay. in a while. Once in a while, I think it's okay. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Not every time, Do though. you guys do it? Do you guys do it? I mean, I, I, I do it. I'll fess up. Um, I do it. What time in the morning is my wife listening right now? <laughs> Maybe. No, she's probably okay. Uh, sometimes if I just like I'm trying, you know, things aren't, uh, you're struggling along a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Need a many, little additional motivation just to... Many different reasons you might do that. Wrap up the night. So before I tell you if experts say it's okay or not, I will tell you that 80% of us do it. Okay? Okay. Yeah. okay. There's no way there's my wife's no not stigma. doing it. Yeah. There's no way your wife is not doing it. Thank you. Sleeping with somebody new in your head while you're actually... Hooking up with your partner, experts say, is a very sensible way to indulge while not overstepping any boundaries. Hello! Hello! And they say it's one of the best ways to keep sex hot long term. Okay. Because yeah, you're sleeping with different people in your head all the time. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have that- no idea who I had sex with last weekend. <laughs> Amazing. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. But she was a brunette. Weird. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. So here's where you get into red, red flag territory, okay. where you need to be careful. Yeah. It should not happen every single time. You make love to your partner. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a red flag. You shouldn't be fantasizing about the same person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if yeah it's that's always, a bad one. If it's yeah. always that same person. Especially if that person's like in your life and not a celebrity <laughs> there, or something. A, it's particularly yeah, a problem. Yeah. Particularly a problem. <laughs> yeah. If it's somebody who's available. It's always my neighbor, Janet. <laughs> it's always, always my neighbor, Janet. <laughs> every single every time. Every time, yeah. And she told me. She thinks about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah, it's if it's somebody who's available in your real life, it could actually feed the desire to act on it rather than calm it down. What if it was Bundes' Friday Night Lady friend? Would that, that be weird? That you're fantasizing about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would, might be a little bit weird. You don't tell him. You just don't tell him. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Does that make you feel better or worse? 
Did you go through phases where it was the same person you were fantasizing never, about every time? Never. I mean, I think it's okay if it's never. a Margot Robbie. Not even then. I think if, uh, no. I mean, I don't. I don't even need to. Yeah. Sure. You're just happy to be there. I'm happy to be there. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Man, I'm still uh, annoyed by this whole Halloween mm-hmm. turning of events <laughs> yeah. for the uh, areas in Ontario that are in a modified stage two. This, to me, seems like it's so stupid. Yeah, it's now I mean, not recommended to go trick-or-treating if you're in a modified stage but two. what does that even mean, not recommended? Does that mean that if we go out and we decide to do it safely, that we're going to get a ticket? Or does that mean, mm. you know, and they, they don't want to uh, give everyone the green light to just keep numbers down? I mean, mm-hmm. what does that even mean, not recommended? Either, like... Yes or no. Ban it yeah, or yeah, yeah. put rules in place mm-hmm. for it. You know, the 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 top doctor in Canada was like, there's no need to cancel Halloween. Right. Dr. Tam? Dr. Tam. She's, uh, what I guess, the chief public health officer. Yes. And, and so now, you know, why can't we have a Halloween in modified stage two where it's like, okay, uh, everyone needs to stay on the street where they live. Yeah, yeah, uh, why, yeah. Or you're not allowed to trick or treat with anyone outside of your household. Yes. Like modify it so there's some semblance of normalcy. Now, look, my kids are now, they haven't aged out completely, but they're in grade seven and grade nine. Mm-hmm. We've had some great Halloweens. Mm-hmm. If it didn't happen, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, if you have an eight year old yes. or a nine year old, yes. I mean, this is like this next, is... it's like next to canceling Christmas, mm-hmm. Halloween is the next best thing. It is really it not? Is. It's the next best thing. As a kid, is there, is there a day you no. look forward to more no. outside of Christmas than Halloween? No. Katie sent us a text. I thought this was interesting. She says, my son is 12 and I told him that he's old enough that he doesn't need to go out this year to give another little kid room in the city for trick or treating. (gasps) I thought that was really sweet. And Alanka said, you know, last week Halloween was okay. So we went out, we bought decorations, costumes, chocolates, candy. We spent a bunch of money. The rest of the country can do it safely. So why can't my kids, if you don't want kids coming to your door, if you're not feeling well or you just don't want to participate, yeah. turn your lights off. Don't answer the door. The rest of us can respect that. We'll wear masks and gloves, use tongs to hand out candy. It's it's actually a very good socially distanced holiday. When you think about it, like Thanksgiving, you can't do as easily socially different distance because it involves dinner. A massive dinner around a table. Unless you can do it outside. But, I mean, actually, trick-or-treating, you can really execute socially distanced. Sure, and especially if they say, uh, you know, put in a... An order where it's like, if you're going to hand out candy, you must find a way to do it six feet away from anyone who comes to your place. Right. And that's fine, too. Right. You know, because you can build a little chute or you can have a prepackaged shovel. something, you yeah. know, uh, laid out where people can grab them. And, you know, if what you're wearing a, a mask and, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you just take a little shovel. A Goose, shovel. That's Goose, a lot of yeah, candy. Well, hey, if I can't go to <laughs> yeah. as many houses, you better hit me up with the shovel. Yeah. Gustavo says the problem is that if you give people an inch, they take a mile. And no one's going to follow the rules properly. That is partly true. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen it. uh, There's some restaurants out there that have done a good job of ruining it for other restaurants. 
by being selfish and uh, putting you know way too many people in a place. Same with bars. There's some totally a handful of bars that got selfish and wanted to try and make as much money as they could mm-hmm. at the expense of other bars losing their opportunity to 100%. stay open. Hundred percent. Uh, but you know you can't you can't build a society and a set of rules based on the um, minority of people who are going to break the rules. Otherwise, no one would be allowed to drive a car because we could easily say, oh, well, there's going to be people who are always going to drink and drive. So nobody else can drive as well to prevent anyone from doing that. You know, there has to be some semblance of rationality when you're coming up with these guidelines. And I don't see it this time. I I saw it with some things in the spring, Mm -hmm. other things not so much. We learned a lot. Now we're in a position, I think we can make some fairly educated decisions yes. based on our understanding of the virus. And this, to me, just seems like a, a panic move. A lot of people are texting right now saying, what's the difference uh, with ordering delivery or takeout? What's the difference between that and trick-or-treating? Just fewer people doing it. Right. Fewer, you know, fewer people doing it. Brittany sent us a text. My grade sevens have been sulking all month because they think Halloween is canceled. Yeah. The mood's completely changed for the better when I surprised them and decorated the class. Don't cancel Halloween. They didn't cancel Thanksgiving. Uh, and it, there wasn't a bit. When you think about it, although is it too soon to say? Was there a big kind of uh, number jump? In COVID cases, like a spike a after spike? Thanksgiving. Is it too soon? Well, to I tell? don't know, but that's an indoor thing. It's or usually an indoor thing. Halloween's an outdoor thing. Mm-hmm. You know, avoid. Okay, you can't have people ring a doorbell. Um, so that's fine. People who want to participate can sit out on their front porch in a chair. Yes. You know, yes. with a warm jacket on mm-hmm. and hand out candy until they don't want to anymore. Right. And then they turn out the lights. Like there's so many ways around this that make way more sense than just making a sweeping. Uh, you know, change. Well, I think we're going to hear more about what the recommendation is because they're, yeah, they recommend not trick-or-treating. Yeah. So what does that what mean? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. You're going to ticket people who are mm-hmm. doing it? Because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people driving to other neighborhoods and maybe you don't want that either. So maybe they need to be a little smarter about this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for the text messages. Yeah. I tried to do something fun for my four-year-old, you know? Mm-hmm. Halloween's basically canceled this year. It's on the brink of being canceled anyway. So I thought, oh, I want to do something for her during this pandemic so we can do something as a family and have some fun. So you know what I did? I booked tickets to one of those drive-through Halloween light exhibits. Yeah. You know, where the music, you put on like a radio station and it's time to the music and the lights are all going crazy. I thought she would enjoy that. Total blog to kind of thing they would promote, right? Yeah. And you'd see it and you'd be like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah. So I booked tickets online and uh, I decided to build it up a little bit. Um, you know, coming up, seven more sleeps and we're going to the Halloween light show. Oh, Okay. Five more sleeps to go. Jeez. <laughs> Only four more sleeps. She's so excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best. She can't wait. I have on the drive there, I have never had a more pleasant four year old in the backseat of the car. So excited. So thankful that we're going to this thing. It's like a family outing at night. She gets to stay up late. She's in her PJs in the back of the car. We're making a thing of it. Uh, But, you know, she's four and she still doesn't really understand the pandemic. You know, she's trying to wrap her head around it. So we get there and we drive through the exhibit 
but it's really just a parking lot in Vaughn with a traffic jam and lights around it. Okay. <laughs> just to paint a picture so, for you. So you're, it's you're, bumper to bumper cars yeah, yeah. with lights around the cars. In Not, a parking lot? In a parking lot. A big, huge parking lot in Vaughn, North Vaughn. What were the lights like? Were they okay? They were okay. The music, very entertaining. Yeah? But... Was there a lineup to get in? Like oh, a, yeah. Were you out in a real traffic jam waiting to get yes. into the organized traffic jam? Yes. So, and I think that was part of the problem because she thought it was all leading up to something. Because here we are in our cars driving oh, through a parking yeah. lot and then the light show starts. Now we're in the light show. And she this is the climax. She thinks we're still building to something. Oh, we're going somewhere yeah. that's going to get better <laughs> than this. And then the ending, you end in kind of like a tunnel of lights. And I'm trying to, like, this is it. We're in the climax. Yeah! Woo! Woo! And uh, she's thinking, eventually, we're going to be parking the car and getting out and going to something even better than what we're experiencing now, right? Mm. So when we get through the thing and it's over, she started bawling. She started bawling her eyes out, saying, that's it? I thought that there was going to be dancing. Why are we going home now? I thought we were going to be parking the car and doing something. She thought she was getting to go somewhere to do something. Meanwhile, it was over. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the real issue was you on that situation. <laughs> because with, the, you, with the build up? With the build up, yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, it sounds like it was exactly what you signed up for. It was lights synced to music. You mm -hmm. drive around through it because you don't have to worry about being too close to people in your car. Mm -hmm. And then you leave. Just like a little event. Yeah. Yeah. You made it seem like it was the circus you were headed to. Well, I guess so. But she was so excited. You know, two more sleeps to go till the Halloween light show. And she, <laughs> she was crying so badly. We had to pull the car over to the side. And I had to comfort her and say, I know we can't get out of the car. It's a pandemic. I'm sorry, honey. You know, yeah. and I just felt like I shouldn't have even tried. I shouldn't, you know, if I didn't do that, she wouldn't have been so disappointed. Well, you should have made it seem like it was a surprise. And then it, if you go in with low expectations, <laughs> right, if you have no expectations of what you're doing. If you just said we're going for a drive and then you end up there and you'd be like, look at this. Neat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be kind of exciting. Right. Yeah. Anyways, I screwed her up, eh? I screwed her up. She's never going to trust me again when I build something up. For I feel. Her. I feel like if Bundes ever ends up as a single guy, it, the same thing's going to happen with women that go out on a date with him. You know, we've built this guy <laughs> up as this like first date master, right? And then their yes. expectations are going to be up here, and he's never going to be able to live up to them. Two more sleeps till my date with Bundes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Two more sleeps until I get to ride in his Corvette. <laughs> Are you ready for five signs that your job interview went really well? Oh, here oh, we go. here we go. Number one. They offer you the job. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. No, 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 no. Okay. Number one. It felt like a conversation, not an interrogation. If you felt comfortable, Tucker, guess what? Yeah? They did too. Ah, okay. Number two. They stop asking questions and start trying to sell you on the job. You know, they start trying to describe, well, here's what it would be like. We got a great cafeteria. All right, then. <laughs> right? That's a good sign. That's a good sign. All of a sudden, they're like, 
trying to get you to work yeah. there. Oh, maybe we get you a company car. <laughs> if, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, 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 company yeah. car. Number three. Yeah. After the interview, they introduce you to people around the office and take you on a tour. They wouldn't do that if you were a jabroni. Oh, nice to meet you, Bob. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Number four. They talk about the next steps, like, oh, here's some paperwork. Things you get, you need to have yeah, done before day one. Oh, absolutely. You need my SID number? Here we go. Yeah. And number five, the interview ran longer than expected. They said it'd take 30 minutes. You're there for an hour. Well. Just chatting. Don't mind if I do take a little more time here. There you go. Five signs that job interview went really well. Coming up. After 6 o'clock, a couple of signs a job interview didn't go well based on my own personal experience. Ooh. I once, I'm convinced to this day that I didn't get a job in radio because the general manager of the radio station, also the guy who owned it, thought I was gay. What? Yeah, honestly. I swear to you. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you the story. Wow. Yeah, like I, I'm, you know, I'm not gay, not that there's anything wrong with it, sure. but I think he thought at the end that I was, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't get the job. Wow. I'll tell you what Crazy. happened, and you tell me if you can you see how this might have happened. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story of a job interview I had. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me if you think I didn't get the job because the guy may have thought that I was gay. Whoa. Okay. Not that that should have been an issue at all. No. Obviously. Absolutely not. We were talking about signs that your job interview went well. And it was like, check, check, check. They say, I'll tell you what exactly happened. So when you want to get a job in radio, often you start by sending audio of stuff you've done to a you know, potential employer. It's like an audition almost. You send a, a tape of some of your show highlights and they have yeah. a listen and they're like, ah. A tape? I would send MP3s, but you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, so I was in contact with this guy. Yeah. Who uh, owned a radio station in Huntsville. Okay. He's now dead, so I can tell this story. Okay. Is this like your first radio this, job? Well, I was working for a college radio station, uh, yeah, so this okay. was the first job that was going to pay me. Okay. Uh, and it was an entry-level market, and the jo- this job came up at his radio station. He invited me to come up for the interview. Oh, so he was inter- he's already heard the tape. Yeah, he's heard the tapes. He'd been working with me. He liked what he was hearing. He's like, okay, I got this job. I want you to c- come up and come uh, check it out. Come yeah. check out the radio station, all this. I go up. I go into his office. Uh, I mean, I drove all the way up from, uh, basically, I was going to school at Bishop's University. Oh, so you came in Came from... to Toronto, where my dad lived. Wow. I borrowed his car. A buddy of mine came with me just Aww. for the trip. So we drove up to Huntsville. I uh, I sit in his office. We're doing this uh, interview. Yeah. And it's going really well. He's like, you know what I'm going to get you to do? I'm going to get you to record a couple of commercials. So I go in. He gives me some scripts. I record some commercials. <laughs> just nervous? a demo. Yeah, I was pretty nervous, but I did okay. <laughs> He then says, you know what I'm going to do? How about we go for a drive through town? So I get in oh, his truck. God. This is a long interview. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> he starts driving me all through Huntsville. He's like, this is that. He drives me to Deerhurst Resort. He's okay. telling me the history of the town. Oh, so he's liking you. He He's liking you for the gig, I would say. I would say so, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we go back to the radio station. We chat some more. Holy, what has yeah. it been, like three hours Oh my now? God, uh, probably like <laughs> two hours. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for my buddy who came up with oh, me. Yeah. He's like in my car, basically, <laughs> or in my dad's car, just waiting, yeah. you know, for it to be over. And then at the end of the interview... 
this whole process, he gives me some cash. What? And he says, hey, here's some money for gas and to take your girlfriend out to lunch. Oh, nice. And so I said, oh, actually, I drove up with my guy friend. Oh, okay. And I never heard from the guy ever again. Like, that's how wow. it ended. And it came out weird. It came out weird. Oh, it was like a weird th- moment. It was, well, yeah. it was like, I, 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 you know, I instead of saying like, oh, a buddy of mine came up right. or whatever with me, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I actually drove up with my guy friend. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, and then he's like, okay, nice to meet you. Goodbye. And I never heard from him again. And well, I, did you reach out to him? Because you should have followed up. You should have done the follow-up Oh, email. totally did. Yeah. Oh, you did, yeah. Right? Never. It was, job was gone. Well, wouldn't you knows? say, wouldn't you who say, knows? like, everything, <laughs> it just made me think of that list you went through, all the signs that your interview was going well. They like, went longer than expected. I did a full tour, meeting people, He all gives you the stuff. full tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts telling S- you about- Selling me on the town right. and living there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Sounds like you had the job. I mean, it could have been a number of things. I'm sure you did something <laughs> stupid along the way. Right, Puckus? I don't know. Oh, job interviews are so <laughs> awkward. I didn't think I did well on that one, and I got the job. I thought I did well on this one. I didn't. You know, my time. first interview for a radio position um, was with Steve Anthony from CP24. Remember oh, Steve like Anthony? Like a legendary much music VJ, right? Steve yeah, yeah. Anthony. And I'm in Montreal. He's doing a morning show on a radio station, and I want to do an internship there. And I go in for the interview after a crazy night of drinking until like 3 a.m. Interviews at 9. I didn't even have time to shower. Yeah. I must have reeked of booze. I, I, Hold on a second. Wait a minute. You, you had this major interview the next morning and you partied till 3 a.m.? Yeah, it was ladies' yeah. night at the pub across the street. I, we, yeah. always, it was, we drank for free at la- ladies' night. Uh-huh. So I went into the job interview just kind of like casual, just put on literally the bar clothes I was wearing the night before. And I get there and there's people in suits in the office. I'm like, oh man, this is a big deal. Yeah. So I finally get in and I hear the spiel from them and I I know that I must reek. And I said, you know what, guys? I didn't know what I was getting into when I came for this interview, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to give you 150% (laughs) of my work ethic. Sure. And I got the job. (laughs) They gave it to me. You know what? This is a perfect example, and we could do a whole show on this, on why things are easier for hot people. Oh, stop it. I swear to you, this is a perfect example of a hot blonde girl going in for an internship, and it doesn't matter what she... Smells, smells like, like. <laughs> and how tired she is. Oh yeah, you got the job. Got the there job. are probably a hundred people <gasps> yes. who are you know look like me who went in there beforehand, and they're like, next. I had never even listened to the radio station. I had to fill out a form that yeah. like had general knowledge about Montreal. I knew nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not yeah. even from here. Must be tough being a hot girl. <laughs> yeah. We've got some text messages and some theories about why you didn't get that job in Huntsville. Everything went well. (laughs) Right up to the end. I'm convinced I said something that made him think that I was a gay man Mm -hmm. and that that's why I didn't get the job. Wow. Rui said, it sounds like he used you for the commercials because you recorded a couple of commercials (laughs) before you... He just wanted to get a free... They weren't that good. I'm sure they didn't (laughs) air, but yeah... 
That's interesting. Steve <laughs> says maybe it's because you actually, he felt like he was actually on a date with you because he drove you through Huntsville. He took you to Deerhurst. And then you said you actually had a guy friend in the car and he thought, oh, he's not available. No, I met his <laughs> wife who also worked at the radio oh. station too. Okay. Nah, that's not it. And nice we, try. We've got Dan on the phone. Dan has a theory. Hey, Dan. Hi, how are you? Good. What's your theory? It was a test. You accepting money. If he would have said, uh, I'll pay you for doing those commercials, that's one thing. But it was a test to see if you take bribes and he just handed you money. <laughs> well, no, I, I literally drove like three hours almost to go up for that interview. Well, it was just cash that he handed you? He just said, hey, here's some cash for gas money and to take your girlfriend out to lunch. Or something. Yeah, but yeah, like, that yeah. was the test. That's the test. You think that's? <laughs> a, I should have been like, no, no I no. can't take your money. You think that was? <laughs> I failed the, the test. I took money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it was a test. I don't know for sure. How much money was it? Oh God, I don't know, like bucks? fifty or sixty bucks or something. Like uh, it wasn't a ton of dough. You should have said, I cannot accept your money. Until yeah. I'm I'll employed. wait till it's on a form in the form of a paycheck, right. sir. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. If you would have said, I'll take the job instead of just the cash. Yeah, I can't believe there isn't one person that kind of thinks that I'm on the uh, you know, that my theory is right. But uh, you know what, though, now now that I'm hearing this from Dan, now I'm starting to think maybe, oh, come maybe on. this is right. Come on, <laughs> if you if you travel to a place and he's like, hey, here's some money to cover your expenses. Yeah, I would say don't worry about it because it's a job interview. Uh, I'm, yeah, I want yeah, you yeah. to hire me. Take I don't want I don't want your pity. I want a job. Take yeah, the high road, Tucker. Okay, so uh, radio station in Vancouver wants to hire you, Bundes and Mora team. You know, Bundes and Mora in the morning, and they fly you out to Vancouver. You're not going to be like uh, okay with them paying for the ticket. If they're flying me yeah, out, they that's, fly what, us that's out. what this they was. The guy out. invited me up and he wanted to pay for my expenses. But, but, but that would, like, if you're flying somebody oh. out, that's paid for in advance, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're there in person and you're taking his money. I'm sorry. You guys get, get <laughs> out of here. You failed. Dan, thank you for your brilliant theory. <laughs> no problem. I've, I've seen it done before. That's how I know. Oh. Yeah, what, to you or you've seen, like, what was the scenario you're talking about? <laughs> No, it's, I've heard other people, it's a test. It, they, if you accept the cash, it's like accepting a bribe. Oh, oh come on. Yeah, maybe if I was like a cop interviewing for a job at a police station and we're out on a patrol and someone's like, here's a little money to pretend you didn't see that. Tony says well, Dan is right for sure. No. If, if you can take a little money and you did a couple commercials, what's saying somebody won't give you a little cash to sponsor somebody else's... Uh, Take some grease or something. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm fully available for that. If anyone wants to pay me to give them plugs, <laughs> what do you, you know. <laughs> Guys, I just want to take a moment and tell you about a car dealership friend of mine. His name's Pete. Yeah. He sells great cars. Exactly. Great dealership on the corner of Maine and you know what. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fully available for that anytime. Okay. Thanks for uh, weighing in on this. No problem. Even though it totally discredited my story. But, uh, <laughs> you know, love talking to everyone. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, what's something legal that feels illegal when you're doing it? I'm just uh, looking at this Reddit thread and it's making me laugh. No, I know. I mean, I, whenever I'm around anyone who's smoking weed in public. Oh, yeah. You know, in a place where you're allowed to smoke weed, it still feels to me like it's illegal. Absolutely. And I have to remind myself, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, you can just smoke a joint here. It's not a problem. It's not illegal anymore. Yeah. That's, that's an obvious one. You know, you see a cop coming, you're getting ready to go to a concert or something, someone's smoking a joint, you're like, there's a cop over there. And you're like, ah. Wave to them because doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Wave yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> one of the ones on this list I totally get when I'm at a grocery store ripping one or two bananas off a bunch at a grocery store because you don't <laughs> want like a huge bunch. Yeah, that feels illegal to that you. That feels illegal. <laughs> you know, they don't like that no, when you do that. Well, here's the thing a lot of grocery stores will have sort of a pile of individual or ripped off. That's because jerks like me rip them off. But if there's a, you know, two or three sitting in that pile and you're going to like destroy another full bunch in order to get the same amount that you could get from the other pile, I could see that being sort of a jerk move. The number seven one on this list is totally something I do all the time if I'm just killing time. Yeah. I do it at coffee shops like Starbucks when they say, oh, please pay for a newspaper if you're going to sit down and read one. Reading a book at a bookstore for a while, then putting it back. I mean, chapters used to encourage that. They yeah. put like reading chairs all over the place. Yes, but it, it, I think they expect that if you're going to dive in and you get through a couple of chapters that you'll actually buy the book. Well, that's the thought. And you probably would if you liked it that much. I mean, I guess if you went every day so you could finish the book, <laughs> you know, that w- it became your new library. Yeah, yeah. And actually, when I'm at a grocery store and I'm in the checkout and there's a long line and there's a magazine there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and they tease like a story. I'll just flip through the magazine, read the story. I like and put it back. Yeah, well, that I mean, feels illegal. Does it? Yes, but the odd time I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to buy this magazine, and it's like fourteen dollars. I'm like, what? What magazine costs fourteen dollars? Well, they're like ten dollars, well, maybe five. No, well, there not. are some that are like ten, ten oh, to fifteen. They're like ten yeah. to fifteen dollars. The one that I'm picking up. What are you picking up? Architectural Digest. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, I'm thinking like Us Magazine or one of those tabloid style ones. No, yeah, I, I mean, like Architectural that's such a, Digest. It's like a pre-COVID thing too, right? I just pick up a magazine totally. and not worried about how many other people picked it up. This one came on the list, mostly for the guys. In at number six, adjusting your junk when you're in public. 
That's, that's an odd one. Listen, that should be illegal. I am so sick well, of seeing that. Well, from the outside, it shouldn't be if you're, uh, well, you never adjust your bra strap or something like that? I just did it. Did you notice anything? No, but ah! you, you never do it with your hand? No. I mean, sometimes I'll do this move, and I'll kind of go like this. I'll pull like my underwear down <laughs> a little bit. That's different. That's like a riding, a riding a up situation. Yeah. No, what that's... about if I go like this? Oh. <laughs> well, now he's doing like a little dance. Um... I just like, you know, for me, it's the baseball. Like, my husband has baseball on all the time, and I see the guys on camera adjusting themselves. Well, the camera, yeah, what are you going to do? Get a cup that fits better. They're clearly very uncomfortable. But cups for guys don't hold your package like a bra holds your breast. Like it's, it's there's space in cup. there, and you don't. Yeah, it's not. It's not like a it, for. It doesn't lift you tightly next to you because that would be uncomfortable as well. It's a loose cup. I mean, the, all the ones that I've ever worn were Bundus. I mean, you played baseball. Yeah, I mean, how it, tight are they? Eh, they're they're not tight because you, you you need a little bit of space there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Got to be able to expand and contract a little bit depending on. Yeah, so when heat, you start, yeah, you when know? you're running, you know, and those legs are going up and down, it kind of like moves up sometimes. So you have to readjust it down yeah. and get the cup to cup again. Turn you know around I mean? when you're doing that. Face the wall. Come on, well, that, that would look even weirder. <laughs> that would look weird. Turn around to readjust. Face oh, yeah, the wall, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, don't do that because people are going to think you're playing with yourself okay here's number five yeah this has happened to me too when you're at a store and you realize there's something in your pocket that they also sell there (laughs) yeah i I didn't steal this i always had this. oh yeah yeah that's tough yeah right especially when you're you know pre-pandemic i used to hit you know a couple of grocery stores i'd go to no frills Mm -hmm. grab some things Mm -hmm. then there were some things that were only available at loblaws but they'd carry all the stuff that i buy at no frills and then i yeah then you have that bag sometimes if you're on a like that's if i'm doing errands by bike by bicycle yeah yeah. you're like i've already paid for these Mm -hmm. yeah sure you have Actually, even putting stuff into my... I like to bring my own shopping bags and I load them up Mm. and then it looks like I'm just going to walk out because they don't really like when you do that. I always feel awkward too. Like if I go into a Walmart, but I have a shopper's drug mart bag and I'm returning something and that thing is in a shopper's drug mart bag. Oh, yeah. I feel like awkwardly weird about like pulling a Walmart product, let's just say, out of a shopper's drug mart bag to return it. I feel like I'm blind to them. (laughs) Right, but you're not. But you're not. Yeah. What about number four? Opening a drink or a snack at the store before you've paid for it. (laughs) Oh, I don't do that. I do that that all the time because I got a kid. And yeah. she's losing her mind. She wants the treat now, now. Yeah, and you can't now. say, you got to wait till you pay for it? No, I just scan the thing as you go through. Yeah. That's a COVID thing now, too, though, because they don't want you to touch it with your mouth, you know? Eating grapes? Oh, yeah, you can't do that. No, that's stealing. That would be stealing. Yeah. Have you ever taken, uh, have you ever tested something out at, like, the bulk barn before you load up on a bag or something? No. You sure. you have to. No, why? How do I know if I like these or not? Well, you buy them, and when you don't, you learn your lesson. No, I feel like I should have a taster. I feel like you should They have don't a like that, too. though. No, no, because it's stealing. It's called stealing. Okay. There's this, no test drive. There's no, it's not like <laughs> buying a car where they let you, you know, drive it for 15 minutes before you decide if you want it or not. Here, are you guys ready for the top three? These are the yeah. top three things that are legal but feel illegal when you do them. Uh-huh. Number three, t- 
totally do this all the time, using a gas station bathroom without buying anything or just using any bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that one for sure. Totally. Been there. Yeah. Number two, trying to break into your own home when you're locked out. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Been there. Been there. But, you know, people are looking at you funny, maybe, as you're breaking a window and you have to be like, I live here. I've never had to do that. That's crazy. Break is smashing windows and stuff to get in. I've had to climb through a small window before at my mom's house when I was a teen. Um, And the number one thing that is legal but feels illegal when you do it is taking too many napkins from a restaurant so you can use them as tissues later. Uh, <laughs> okay, I don't I don't understand this. My mom and my grandmother do this all the time. Whenever they go to a restaurant, they'll take like the jam pack. Yes, yes, yes. Ketchup pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Off the table. They're stealing, yeah. Why? <laughs> well, the ketchup packages could come in handy, like especially if you have kids' lunches to make. If you can grab a couple of those honeys so they can dip their apple in it or something. Oh. Yeah. That's so like a criminal. That, yeah. But it is, I feel like it is stealing. If you're not using it at the table for food that you've bought there, you're saving it for later. That doesn't sound right to me. Shawnee sent us a good text. He says, it totally feels illegal to walk into a bank these days with a mask on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feel that for sure. I know what the Batmobile is going to be looking like for the new Batman movie mm-hmm. starring Robert Pattinson. I am so excited about this version. Is it... um? Like a endorsement for a car company, the Batmobile. Uh, no, no. So it's totally no, fictional. It's totally like a fictional car. Good, good. I also know what Bruce Wayne's car will be, and you know this is going to become the hot collector's piece for years to come. Bundus is excited. Oh my god! Yeah, everyone's going to want one of these cars. And now that I saw a picture of it, I'm like. Ooh, I feel like it's going to be like a Mustang or something. So some new sexy, Mustang. this car. Okay, so Bruce Wayne's car. I'm going to start with that. It's a 1963 split window mm. black mm. Corvette. Oh. Oh. There you go, Buttness. It is probably the greatest, or in my opinion, the coolest Corvette ever made. The 63 is the only year that has that split window. What's the split window? Explain that to me. What does that mean? There's a line that kind of splits that back window, so it looks like two separate windows. Uh-huh. Every other year in that C2 body style just has one big open like window. But okay. that 63 is the only one that has the split, and it is so beautiful. It is a beautiful... Yeah, I, I wonder if Bruce Wayne will have a Corvette jacket to wear when he goes for <laughs> Probably. <a> ride. <laughs> yeah. Or some Corvette gloves. Do you have the jacket, Bundus, or is it just the hat? No, it's just the jacket. the hat. I got it all. I got the light on my wall. You've talked about this before. I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Where the hell do you wear that jacket? Nowhere but driving the car by myself. Did you buy the jacket at the same time as buying the car? Like, did it come with the... The car? <laughs> I bought it like just after I bought the car. I shortly bought it right after. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what about the uh, Batmobile? Are you so ready? If that's Bruce Wayne's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. the Batmobile. Mm. Let's talk about the Batmobile. This has muscle car influences, okay? It's like a Dodge Charger meets a Camaro meets a Mustang. They went with that matte black look that's so hot right now. It's like if Mad Max and Batman collided. This is the vehicle that they would drive. Bundus? Hey, everybody! Mora, Tucker! (laughs) Bundus! It's it's Batman! Yeah! Hey! 
Heard you talking about my new set of wheels. Pretty slick, eh? Almost as slick as you, Mora. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I love the car. Pretty good, right? <laughs> Want to go for a ride? Actually, Mora. Yes? Uh, I was wondering if you could help me with the uh, GPS in the uh, Batmobile. Why is it broken? Well, I need directions to find my way into your heart, and I can't seem to find those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice, nice. Where are the drugs, Bundus? Where are the drugs? I'm looking at you. I know you're guilty of something over there. Wow. Hey, hey, Mora. Yes? I got a special place in the new Batmobile for you. <laughs> you can plug in and recharge if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Does it have a, a spacious uh, back seat? No, no, no. You'll have to sit on my lap if we go for a ride. <laughs> Oh, really? Is it standard? And, uh, is it stick shift? Uh, well, uh, yeah, of oh. course. Of course it is. That man is driving automatic. <laughs> Are you kidding? It does both, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. But I could use a hand uh, if you wouldn't mind coming over and help lubricate uh, my uh, camshaft <laughs> on the Batmobile. I'd really appreciate that. All right, Batman. Does it have the fire coming out of the back like that? You remember that original uh, Batmobile with the flames? Yes, of course. <laughs> All the better to warm your heart, <laughs> my sweet girl. Uh, okay. Hey, how come you never call me? Uh, you know, I haven't been using the bad symbol lately. No, you've never seemed to. I uh, installed it and everything. It never <laughs> seems to uh, get turned on. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. Thanks, Batman. I'm excited about the movie. You know, if you were my Batmobile... I check your oil regularly, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I better go now. I feel like uh, I feel like you guys got to carry on. Yeah, we got to do a Good show. Good to here. see you, everyone. Yeah. See you, Tucker. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bundes, where are the drugs? <laughs> I know they're in there somewhere. <laughs> okay, bye, Batman. See ya. Wow, there he goes. That's so cool when he comes on the show. I love that. Uh, it scares me a little bit. <laughs> Man, Professor Bundes, Chris Bundes, he is a man, and I am a boy. What did you do, Bundes? Oh my God. He was just—he was just like, and it was—if—if if what happened to him happened to me, mm-hmm. it'd be the first thing I'd bring up when I came in this morning. Be, you guys are never gonna believe what happened to me. I literally. Bundes didn't even bring it up. I didn't even hear it. You didn't hear the story. He's like, uh, we kind of have like a little quick chat in the morning. Bundes is, uh, was kind enough to pick us up some coffees this morning. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what I asked you. I asked you something about like how you slept. And then you brought up this story of something that went down. I'm like, why was that not the first thing you said to us? Mm, what happened? All right. Well, there's a guy that lives across the hall from me in the condo. I think he recently moved in maybe a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he's just like a super bro and he's got zero respect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which sucks when he's your condo neighbor. Yeah. You don't want super what do you, bro living near you. And by super bro, you mean just kind of like a meathead? Yes, like a meathead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, I wouldn't even say that knowing that my neighbor might know who I was. <laughs> and be listening to the and, show right now. And then I know, oh, this guy's going to pulverize me after the show today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he keeps having like parties 
Oh. And and I, like during the week, it's not even on the weekend. It's like midweek and it's 3.30 in the morning. Oh, God. And they're yelling and they're blaring music. Oh, no. You know, and I'm constantly getting aggravated every night to the point where like I can't sleep. Like I'm literally getting up and pacing around my apartment oh. trying to stop myself from banging down his door. Oh, I hate that. Do you place a call to security or uh, to uh, the police or what do you what can you do? I mean, the smart, the, the the easiest thing to do would be to call security, but there's some part of me that like won't let myself call security. I don't know why, because I feel like I'm a rat or a snitch or something yeah. like that. I feel like I just need to deal with it Again, myself. manlier than me, because well, I am a rat snitch in that situation every time. Like, don't tell him who's complaining, mm, yeah, but yeah. it's the ween in apartment 12B. <laughs> yeah. Um, However, this this is not a me just a me problem because this guy is that loud that multiple people are being disturbed on on, my on floor. your floor. So oh. security has been called by other um, tenants several times, mm-hmm. and then when security comes up. It's also loud because he starts banging on the door and they can't hear the door being knocked on. It's that loud it's, that they can't hear the door yeah, in yeah. an apartment? Yeah, so I just hear the security <laughs> guard in the hallway going, security, knock, knock, boom, knock, boom, security. Boom. And it just keeps me up, right? Sure. Mm. So he was doing it again last night. He was watching Thursday Night Football. And four, like it's like just after four in the morning, I'm oh my get, leaving my apart- or my condo to come to work now, right? Yeah. And I lock the door. And as I start walking to the elevator, I hear the bros like saying goodbye to each other. And Yo, what- hey, see you tomorrow, <laughs> Hey, bro, see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, killer party, man. <laughs> and already I can feel my blood just start boiling as I'm listening to this. How loud they are? Yeah. Mm. So I get to the elevator and I'm hoping that I can just get in and get to my car without buddy like taking the ride with me down sure because i just i don't need that right now yeah i'm normally such a chill guy like not not much like phases me Mm -hmm. but i feel like soon as somebody crosses me or does me dirty or disrespects me i lose my cool so this guy comes into the elevator with me oh and i'm just trying to like i'm looking at the wall trying not to engage with them yeah he goes to me what's up buddy how's your night (laughs) You're you heading oh, out right now? Oh, he thinks you're partying. Well, he thinks he's, you're a fellow bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you say? I felt so badass, Maura, because I had the bandana up like this, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. G, like straight G. Yeah, yeah, you, so looked, here comes trouble. I looked at this guy like dead in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I didn't have a good night because you effing a-holes were so loud, screaming all night long. And, and all of a sudden, his face, it's like he went cold. He looked at me and said, oh, sorry, bud. Uh, I'm sorry, we were just watching the game. I'm like, you're not sorry. If you were sorry, you would have stopped the first time security came up. But you clearly have no respect for anybody in the damn building. Like, it's not even my place, man. It's my buddy's place. I'm like, I don't care. But like you got into the elevator with the one guy who wouldn't call security, who would rather beat your face in than call security. You said that? Yeah. I lost my pool on this guy. I lost my pool. Oh my God. How many floors? Nine. Nine. Nine floors. Nine down. Yeah. Nine down. yeah. <laughs> Longest nine floors of that guy's life. Now, do you want to know how that would play out if I were the guy in the elevator? Sure. Okay. Can you play the role of bro guy getting in the elevator? Okay. Yo, what's up, bro? How's your night? Where are you heading? Oh, it was good, thanks. <laughs> Just uh, headed to work now. <laughs> oh, cool, dude. What do you do for a living? 
I, I work for a media company. Oh, anyway. give me a shout out on the radio, bro. <laughs> uh, have a good night. See you later. Oh, later bro. Yeah. Yeah, wow. that's, that's how I play out with me right there. Even though I'd be steaming, I'd never say anything. And that's why you are you and I am me. I got a tip for all the ladies out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. tips. Here's okay. a little tip. <laughs> yeah. When you start dating a new guy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Find a reason to go to a grocery store with them, like a picnic or something like that. Sure. Fill up the grocery cart with whatever. Yeah. And then when you get back to the car, see what he does with the grocery cart. There's no rule that says you have to put a grocery cart back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But if that guy takes the time to put it back, that's a good guy. He's got good character. He's got good morals. Buddy across the hall doesn't have morals like that. Oh, really? That's yeah. that's how Wait, you, you categorize. Know, do you know He's this a, as a fact? <laughs> have you been to no frills with him <laughs> down the road? You know what, what I'm talking about? Those people who just leave the damn carts in the yeah. middle of the parking yeah. lot, and then it's up to you know a worker or you to now have to move it. Yeah, yeah. So you can drive yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. got to put it in that little cubicle thing. And you know what I do if I saw a guy just leave a cart there? I'd be like, oh, uh, I guess I'll put that back myself <laughs> over there. Let me do that for oh, you. It's unfortunate this guy. I left this card here. I'll just bring it back. Not say a thing. Well, have a good day. Bye. Oh, Bundes, you're such a man. <laughs> Nicely done. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.